The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofa. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. It's uh, Fofember. It's our big. Uh, it's a huge week because here's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm getting all the guests who run the uh, the Fofengers show, the 200th episode. Uh, at Nerd Melt on Monday night. Uh, it's uh, February 9th. It's free. But book on the link because then I'll at least know how many people are coming and I can provi- provide the amount of uh, Australian chocolates that they need. I'll introduce our guest and she can talk all about this. Jen Kirkman, hello. Hi. I love to talk about Australian chocolates. Is that what you wanted me to talk about? Well, or no. anything. All of these things. Oh, no. But, you know. Uh, yeah. So you and are you releasing one every day until the, the show? Is that what you mean? Well, so everyone... Or just all of Fofember? So, well, no. Oh. Before the show, in the uh-huh. week leading up to the show, uh, right. for a couple of reasons firstly we're technically only up to about episode 180 and we're doing the 200th on monday but that's mostly because i planned it a bit that way because normally it takes a while for you to get the recording and then maybe you have to mix it because of sound of different things like oh, that okay so and so i thought that i would catch up like by the time i got to the 200th sure. i would be right to go instead of having to pause that Makes was my sense. right also i got a bit behind because i was doing other things no totally yeah no it's i like this whole idea i'm excited right. So anyway, here's yeah. the thing. Okay. Um, uh, we don't release our things at the right time anyway. Our Christmas episode came out at the end of January. Uh, <laughs> I Ch- noticed Ch- that. Charlie and I have recorded an Australia Day episode. <laughs> Australia Day was almost two weeks ago now. Got it. That's not out yet. Who cares? That might come out for Easter. Who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't Anyway, matter. we love time travel on this podcast. It's this is way, our way of time traveling. It, it shouldn't be any other way. By the way, I'm fully honored to be part of that show. I can't believe I'm the, that poster was amazing. So this week, Gareth Reynolds yeah. Uh, yeah. has already been on the show. His episode is already up and he is okay. Hawkeye on that poster. I don't know how well you know your Avengers characters. I don't know anything. I just know I looked real good in that picture. Kind of like a Lisa Marie Presley look. Whoever drew me did it. Drew me the way I want to see myself. Right. Well, I thought, yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I couldn't that's tell the which Black one. Widow, who is played by, um, she is played by uh, Scarlett Johansson in the movies. And you I do you say you, that funny? You wear it better. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, no, she's not. If you no, if you had one of those like uh, if who wore it better things in a magazine. Well, I appreciate that you the cartoon of you, a cartoon drawing <laughs> oh, of me. Yeah, because I don't know if the real me. You want to put me in like a tight leather thing? Although she's, a, I think I'm smaller than her, <laughs> and that's what it's all about. <laughs> who's thinnest? Hashtag yes, all women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, wait, 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 wait. I don't know who's who in the poster. I couldn't figure out which one was Dave Anthony. Is he the Hulk? Hulk, yeah. Okay. Because you don't want to make him angry. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's all character driven. Well, I mean, yours Except was. Except for mine, because there's only one chick. One in all of, yeah. <laughs> yours was the easiest and one to like. And that's the character in. I am in life. Yeah. And, and Gareth, <laughs> Hawkeye is the lesser known. He's like, he hasn't had his own kind of movie. But, mm. you know, he obviously shines in the ensemble. And, like, you know, he has the barbed arrows that he shoots in from everywhere. I felt like that was very appropriate. Yeah, Matt yeah. Matt Kirshen, he's as close to what we have as, like, a, a science guy. 
You know? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like so you know, who is he? So he's an Iron Man. He's the Tony Stark. Style, okay. So you know, I know who Iron Man is. Character, okay. right? Yeah. You know, so Kershaw, not the biggest guy going around, but you put him in no. an iron suit and he uses his science, and suddenly he's same with Robert Downey Jr. The guy's right. like five three. Exactly. I think right? Kershaw might even be bigger than him. Yeah, Kershaw could probably take him, <laughs> right? Absolutely. At least back in the old days when he was all junkied up and shit. Oh yeah. Lying on other people's couches and breaking into their houses. God, I still. Love Who would have thought at that stage? Like we, it, one yeah. morning when you've come down to. Malibu beachfront and Robert Downey Jr. has passed out on your couch. Who would have looked at him then and gone, oh, by the way, you'll be earning $100 million oh, a year totally. in 20 years playing I, Iron Man. I know this is not <laughs> nice, good to say. I would have taken advantage of him passed out there. Right. You would have taken advantage. Oh, my God. I would have gone full female Cosby because I right. am in love. I'm in the love with The reverse Cosby. Yeah, I is love it too him. soon for the reverse Cosby? Never too soon for okay. women to finally start raping people. Right. That's what it's, <laughs> that's, if that's people don't know what like feminism is about, <laughs> is we are trying to rape people. Right. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I wouldn't have done that, but I would have... Uh, Maybe would've... Weekend at Bernie style. No, I would have... Um, you know, a Weekend at Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to touch this face. Him. Yeah, and you can just take some photos with him and stuff. Like, you know, yeah. pose with him, like, you know, as if you guys were having a good night. But back Put then, some there was no selfie. On. I mean, there was no iPhone. So oh. I would have had to set up my camera, yeah. run back to the couch, right. flash. But yeah, but I just saw the judge, which is not a, it's like a very movie movie. Yeah. But he was so beautiful in it. Anyway, so. It's a terrible movie, though. It's such a movie. That's what I mean by. <laughs> like, it's so not good, but. He's just great. I just, I just like to watch him. Right. It's one of those movies when I watched it, I was like, ah, this was probably a book that I wouldn't enjoy. Yeah, was it, it a seems, book? No, I don't it, know. I don't even know. But it was just a movie that felt like it was a book. plot twists that I was like, you can't have all this in one movie. And you also just can't have this And yet there all. was absolutely no intrigue. And then it, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a director. Uh-huh. I can tell you this after if you want to do your intro still. No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is- My friend's a director and um, of movies and stuff. He does commercials to like make his most of his bread, but he's been a real director for real movies. Uh-huh. And I was saying, <laughs> what I take hate- that commercial directors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to imply that he's you know, like, like real directors. He's like like for movies. Yeah, like he's. You like, just sell products. I didn't. I wanted to say his movies are real. He's not like a some hack that's what I mean okay all right sure so but he was saying because I was saying is maybe it's a stand-up comedy kind of brain uh I need to know what happens at the end now some movies if I know the characters really well one of my Uh favorite movies is Cabaret with Liza Minnelli at the end of the movie she waves goodbye to this guy that she had this year-long affair with they almost had a baby then she got an abortion then they realized they're not in love right spoilers yeah spoilers Cabaret spoilers and it's right at the beginning of like Nazi Germany is just starting. Yep. I know that character so well from loving that movie and seeing it a lot and they make it clear she's not going to change. The Holocaust will happen. Right. It won't even affect her. She'll still be doing her cabaret act, mm-hmm. meeting some guy thinking he's the one and then dumps him a year later. She's, she's a cycle right. forever. At the end of The Judge, I was like, well, I don't get it. Did he stay in the hometown with his ex, with his hometown girlfriend? Sorry, spoilers. Or didn't he? And I don't want to decide because you just made me watch that for two and a half hours. So whoever made it better fucking know what the answer is. Unlike The Sopranos where we don't know what happened, you're invested again in that, you choose your own adventure. This was annoying. I was like, I don't know what happened. Do you, can we talk, do you think he... Staying home. Uh, you know, what, back? He, he's you know, he's my favorite bit about that. Yeah, I, I I'm obviously so bored by that movie that I can't. You can't even, even answer. I like, can't did you just even go somewhere remember. Else? Oh, I, like I remember. literally, I'm like, ah, oh, 
Like I I, I, yeah. I watched the whole thing at, yeah. at a cinema, by the way, mm-hmm. not even on a plane. Like I watched oh, okay. it like facing the screen yeah. with nothing else to distract me yeah. but popcorn. And <laughs> you still don't know. And I still don't remember. Well, my, my brain is clearly gone. You don't need to hold on to this information. My my friend who's a director said. That's what he loves about movies is there'll be a scene in a movie where a guy's making a peanut butter sandwich for five minutes and I'm desperate to go, what does that mean? Why is he doing that? And he's like, no, as the director, we just want to show you what the serial killer looks like while he's making a sandwich. It's interesting character information. I go, but when it's done badly, it looks like there's something I'm not getting. When it's done well, I can tell and I can relax into it. I get it. This is artistic the serial killer makes a sandwich. Right, but also I think maybe that's like in some ways your own insecurity that you're projecting onto that moment because you're assuming you don't get it instead yeah. of assuming that they're fucking terrible filmmakers. Well, I've started to get a little better with that because right. some movies I've seen that I don't get, if I go with someone, I'm like, what's happening? They're like, I don't know either. I'm like, we should know at this point. Right. <laughs> so I don't like, so at the end of the movie, he, I mean, remember he like hangs out with his old girlfriend from high school and she owns the diner. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. And I she's do like, I know you're going to leave again. Yeah. So she, he's like, I'll fuck you, but you know, are you sure? Kind of in a condescending way, like, like she's all in love with him. And she's like, dude, I was going to fuck you. Uh, it's fine. No, I already know you're going to leave. Don't worry about it. Right. And they had this weird moment. And then at the end of the movie, he, she kind of says, I love you, even though you're a prick and they kiss, but I don't know what that means. And then at the way end, she's like, meet you at the diner after midnight for a piece of pie, wink, wink. So, you know, they're going to have sex. Right. But does that mean she's accepted that he's going to leave the next day and it's fine? Or is he moving back to Indiana? Cause he saw how well his daughter was getting along with his brothers and now he has to help out. And I don't know. Do you know? Uh, well, I, I what do you think? Uh, well, I know you don't care. I don't care. That's I what know, I, I know. Okay, well, I think he probably moves back to Indiana. Is that where they were? Something That's like where, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he moves back there. Yeah. He, uh, you know, becomes the judge in the That's town where he's like, you know, his dad was the judge. That's and what I think. Like he, he sets up a life there with the, you know, the woman that, you know, has loved him for the 20 years that he's been away. Yeah. And then eventually um, uh, the weight of her expectations she's built up about this fictional guy, which could never live up to the actual person, uh, meet <laughs> the disappointment hers? he has of going back to this country town and lowering expectations about his career. And he eventually feels like bitter and unsatisfied and blames her, even though it's not her fault. He's a man. He made his own decision, he but he takes it out to, on her. Goes and back then, to LA. Then he goes back to LA. Yeah, because he... Nine months later. (laughs) Yeah, this happens in two weeks. But you don't remember he was spinning the chair around at the end. He went to see his dad's old judge chair. And I felt like they were saying, I'm going to take this chair. But you can't just become a judge just because you're some lawyer. I think you're going to go back to school. Uh, I think if you're like in a country town and you win a big trial, you get to be judge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You get rounded up in a country town. They're not getting the best. In LA, I'm a building manager. Right. But in like small town Indiana, I'm like... I'm, I'm an architect who runs a right, <laughs> who but runs that's a real estate. But that's exactly what it is. Business. Like okay. in LA, you do massage, and in like you know Indiana, you're a physiotherapist. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the exchange rate. So sorry, Indiana. But anyway, okay. Well, so, I don't even know anything about Indiana. I was just using that word because it was in because I kept saying yeah because you kept were. saying no. So anyway, I guess the whole point of that was somehow we got into movies. But is uh is my friend who's a director said. A lot of times that vagueness is what we want because we want to invoke a feeling. We don't really care how it ends. We're trying to film a feeling and getting it right. I'm like, I get that. But I do think there's something about bad movies. Stop calling them movies then. 
Just call them feelings. <laughs> have a fucking feeling I'm festival. Gonna go have, I'm going to go see a feeling. I, I, I'm going to go catch a feeling. I believe a guy's uh, filmed some feelings, so that's what I'd like to watch tonight. Really? I'm going to go and watch something about trucks that turn into robots. <laughs> you, you have a nice night seeing your feelings. It's surprising I don't like that kind of stuff because I do need answers. So it's like, it's, it's weird I don't like... Uh, more fantasy stuff because I feel like they do have beginnings, middles, and ends. I'll tell you about a movie. Maybe you will enjoy. Uh-huh. Uh Do you like it? Do you like British movies at all? Are there any British movies that you enjoy? I have a genre of movies that I enjoy. I'll- I don't know what you mean by British. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Probably. Okay. Uh, okay. So he's an example of what I mean. Is this people talking is my favorite kind of movie. Okay. All right. Okay. Just, I I enjoy just boring chatting. I enjoy movies, sentimental movies. Maybe uh-huh. it's the farmer's son in me. So maybe you won't okay. relate to this, but. I enjoy movies uh, about the, uh, the the miners in Britain and Margaret Thatcher and how you know they, they sh- shut down the mines and oh yeah, sure. there are all these kind of like you know villages that were all mining villages and whatever. It and sounds they, very similar to the American one with Sally Field, where she's like Union. Ah, uh, 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 Sally Field of Dreams. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yes, I th- no, right. But I had a, Norma Ray, she was no, the first yeah. woman to get the unions started, okay. and whatever. But yeah. I like stuff like that. Small town, right. Everyone's struggling. So there's a, a great movie called uh, Brassed Off that has Pete Postlethwaite in it, and oh. um, it's about like a marching band in like you know this small town during the mining thing, and it's just sentimental. It's like yeah. if you don't cry during these movies, then you have no heart. Okay, right? well now I want to watch it see if I. Cry. But there's this new one called Pride. Now people Pride. might have heard of Pride because it got a few Golden Globe nominations. Oh, okay, and it's a it's set uh, about the lesbian and gay movement. Like it's a, it's based on a oh, true story. Pride. Okay, about uh, the lesbian gay movement who got involved helping the miners during the miners' strike and collecting money for them and their protests at a time where, like, mining and whatever was, like, completely homophobic and, yeah, these were small towns where there were gay people who couldn't so even totally come out. this is totally separate than the other movie. Right, yeah, this is a completely mining. different movie. Oh, how interesting. And, uh, and so it's, like, about these two movements and yeah. how they clash and it's just such a delightfully charming, like, a British movie. And it's based on a real, obviously. And it's based thing. on a real story. No, I love that. Anything yeah. based on a real thing is great. Pride. Yeah. I highly okay. recommend it. That's what we're doing on the podcast now movie recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just uh, pull it up right now and I just watch it and people right. just listen to me watch it for yeah. two hours? <laughs> That's what we're doing. That's a thing now. Have you heard? In Australia, they call it Goggle Box or Google Box or Gog. I'm not, I'm not really sure. No, no, I don't know this. It's a TV show where you watch people watch TV. Oh, come. I can't take this. This is a show now. No. So they get like so it could be us, for example. Yeah. Except they're not like professional. They're entertainers. not charming entertainers with, uh, you know, their looks. Still, right. I mean, we could be twenty. I'm just kidding. But I'm yeah. saying, like, what do I want to watch? Regular people watch TV for. I, I grew up my whole life doing that. In my house. Right. At the, if you want to watch regular people watch TV, look to your left and right. Right. That's how it's people meant to work. People get mad when you talk this way. Not you, but me. I I have a joke, like not in my act, but. Among my friends, uh-huh. because we're comedians, we're not famous, sure. we're not glamorous, so we make a joke like "ugh, regular people." We're kidding, right? Because we're the closest to regular as show business, right? Does. But also, we're even like we're. But I kind we're of. dancing for other people's amusement. Yeah, we're the clown in the corner. Mm-hmm. People have outsourced their laughter to us. Yeah, they're like we can't be bothered making ourselves laugh. Yeah, dance monkey dance. Right, like at the heart of what we do, even like. Even Seinfeld or those guys, it's still the audience members. We still like, have a lack of control. Right. So, but I like to make jokes about regular people, but sometimes I'm serious. Sure. Like, 
I see when I see things, I like to see a little bit of glamour or even pretend grit. Okay. Like I know a makeup artist put that false bad tooth in. Okay. I don't really want to watch people with a bad tooth watch TV. Not saying that people of Australia have a bad tooth, but you know what I'm saying. I uh, well, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And the other thing is, I'm not really sure that like watching other people just talk about TV or how they react to TV is something that like it, that feels So we could hear what they're saying like they're talking Have we over. given up on TV? I think well, like that's I feel like we've given up on is TV. It, is it funny like a Doug loves movies where where funny people are sitting in the front row commentating and you go to see a bad movie? Well, I movie? think they're regular people, but I guess they cast them for different personalities and you know whatever, right? <laughs> well, they are. They're regular they're non-showbiz people. Right, right, right. Gross. Non-professional Ugh. entertainers. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I just keep getting nauseous when, every time you say that. I mean, technically scabs. If you want to look at it, they're <laughs> sure, scabs because yeah. they're yeah, they're, they're not union. They're not not union. They're coming in. Uh, no, I mean, no, I just, so I don't really understand what that is, but I hope to not see it. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's a new show. Though. Are people going to be mad that I said that? Who? What people? Australians. What do you mean? Isn't it a thing in Australia? What's well, a thing in Australia? But I'm not sure that we invented that, like, it. Or, like everybody's like super not, into it. Yeah. No. I, oh, okay. I don't even know if it's like even on yet. I've just seen the advertisements for it. <laughs> I hope we're so wrong about everything. <laughs> I hope it's. I hope it's like something that is for saving lives, and it's just like a. I don't know. I hope we're yeah, so why, wrong. Why are these guys? <laughs> This guy seemed really anti-Gogglebox, <laughs> where we all know it was the only way that Israel and Palestine saved it. They were watching. They were, Hang on, they think the same things about neighbors as we do. <laughs> so, oh, anyway. All right. Well, we'll we'll have to timestamp this when it was recorded. We didn't know, obviously, about the great, great Gogglebox or right, Google like box. how it saved the world. Gogglebox, yeah. I think it is. They probably can't call it Google goggles. Box. Yeah, you don't think you could say goggles. I don't think you're wearing goggles. No, No, but is that like the what it means? I think they call television the goggle box. They used to call it the goggle box. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a nickname for television. Look at you there watching your goggle box. Australians I are weird. That. Are I, weird. What? Like Brit British say telly. Yeah, we say telly. But I think it was like slang for telly. It was like the goggle box. It was we like said a, the idiot box. It was a pejorative. Yeah. Right. Well, it was a version of that. It was the idiot box. What does goggle mean though? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to. It was that the one it. question I was hoping wouldn't come up <laughs> because I don't really know. It's probably the same thing, like idiot box. Yeah, maybe it's because like you know, it felt like you had goggles on because you you were you know so because uh, we only watched television underwater <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> That's why I didn't catch up because on it's as the much. other side of the world. <laughs> And we just didn't understand. You went underwater. To underwater. Watch. You guys can breathe underwater. Well, we thought right? the people don't know this. We thought the reception <laughs> would be better because at the time we thought that the the television waves were traveling through the earth. So we thought the closer we were to America, the better the reception would be. But as it turns out, that it doesn't work like that at all. So it's just like how some people think UFOs come from under the ocean and not space. Right? Do but, they? Who thinks that? It's like a a side theory. They believe that Hitler thought that too. Hang on. They believe that Hitler thought that, that, that UFOs, UFOs came out of the water and not that the, that the alien life forms are under oh, the under sea. Oh, under the bed. water, under the sea. Yeah. And not um, from space. The, the, you've got a sore shoulder, a sore shoulder. Yeah. That's why I just and, said ow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought I should Will explain just, that. Like, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay on topic. Ow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't mention Hitler. Sorry. 
<laughs> I've got an intern. Uh. Will's intern hit, pinched me under the table. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your shoulder. What happened? <laughs> It's what, so, what, is, what is wrong with you? Well, you know what's funny? You can't do stage work with that shoulder. It's, well, I'm not like, you know, in Cirque you, du Soleil. You try, <laughs> no, but, you know, you need to be able to act things out or pick up well, a I know, microphone. I move, or, well, I move my arms around a lot when I talk. Right, exactly. You can't do and that. Well, basically what happened is uh, I think a few months ago from, I think it happened back in September when uh-huh. I was in this like whirlwind travel, like going through Sweden and then I went to New York and then I was on the road and... I was, most of my heavy lifting was myself, whether putting in my suitcase in the overhead or whatever, mm-hmm. lifting, getting my bags off the uh, thing that goes around. And like a lot of times, like now I've taken care of it. Like the car service has to come in with the sign. They have to get the bags. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times where I was just someone standing in my way and I just grab the suitcase off the thing and whip it off and it's 50 pounds. Like, so I started getting this stiff arm mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, and so, but I'd go to Pilates and stuff like that. So I would go and they'd be like, work it out, girl. Like put weights on my hand and make me like do more with it. And yeah. I think I was re-injuring it. Right. And then I was doing uh, more of the traveling thing. Then I went to live in New York for a couple months and I sent boxes to myself there. Oh. And then like an idiot moved my own boxes. Like like I'm some 20-year-old right. who doesn't have a couple bucks. And so I just like the boxes <laughs> arrived and I picked them up myself and like carried them down the hall. And I remember it just starting to hurt really bad then. Uh-huh. So then I went to a physical therapist and she's like, I think you have a small tear in your rotator cuff, mm. which can be fixed with physical therapy. You don't have to get surgery. <laughs> I love the way, like, do you just pause the little on the F there, which can be fatal. <laughs> Can be fatal. No, yeah. can be fixed with physical therapy. Then I get back to LA and yeah. it's like different people say different things. Oh, Someone different. else thinks it say, says it's bursitis, which I mean, sounds like an old people thing. Yeah. Someone else said, no, rotator okay. cuff is old people thing. Bursitis is, um, oh, who knows? Yeah, bursitis is the new thing. Bursitis is the new. You don't have bursitis? bursitis? Everyone's got bursitis. New <laughs> it's the new, it's new peanut allergy. Bursitis. <laughs> so I'm like. I'm back on gluten, but I've got bursitis oh, all over it's me. it's awful. Bursitis will make you, yeah. So I. So now I'm in, I, I spent this morning like at all these appointments. I'm starting to get like, I was like pissy this morning. I was like mm. angry because I think when something hurts, right. all your energy is going to that. Yeah. And, and my shoulders are slumping now and I'm just getting crabby and I'm like, Ugh. right. So, but it's by the time and you're getting a this, crabby posture. Yeah. And like I'm even like, your hunching. shoulders look crabbier. Yeah. I'm just hunched and like, right. fuck off. And my other arm's angry. Why am I doing everything? You yeah. have another good arm over yeah, there. Yeah. You've got a resentful arm. <laughs> I totally right. do. So I'm doing like all this shit. All I, I do mean, is physical therapy yeah. type stuff. So and once getting, your arms don't start working together, you know what I mean? Like if there's a bit of a yeah. jealousy or a feud, because you know, chances are there's already <laughs> a little jealousy because <laughs> mm-hmm. one's probably still getting a lot more action than the other. Well, this one, yeah, this right. does everything. Yeah, exactly. And it looks, it has a better muscle. Well, maybe it's Lefty's time to shine. Well, maybe Lefty sees this as an opportunity. <laughs> like the understudies come in, you know what I mean? It's starting to get sore as well. It's like when Harrison Ford got Indiana Jones because Tom Selleck passed. You know, this could be an opportunity. Because Tom Selleck passed. Yeah. Oh, passed on it. Yeah. I think he meant passed away. I'm like, <laughs> you, you've got some American history. <laughs> Everyone in Australia mourns Tom Selleck every year. Because right. you guys don't understand, he just passed on the movie. Right, but yeah. It got, just, all the information got to you the wrong way. I mean, way. Back, in, <laughs> back in those days. Before the internet. Yeah. It just was a weird game of telephone around right. the world. exactly. And you're all like, Tom Selleck passed. And it went through China, <laughs> whispered. So that's what's going on. And by the time anyone hears this, I'll have gotten my osteopath. I'm going to uh, start getting cortisone shots. Then I'll have an MRI. And then we're going to be good. 
Right. Okay. And then I leave for Australia and I'll ruin it again. Throwing a boomerang. Throw- <laughs> okay, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I entered like three boomerang throwing contests. Oh, really? Yeah. With the big three? I or just you- <laughs> some small? Like... <laughs> That's not a thing, is it? No. no. Okay. Just some smaller ones, I think. <laughs> yeah, just some satellite tournaments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to go straight to the majors. Only Americans are in them because only Americans oh, think yeah. about boomerangs. But oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Coming down to our country, dominating our boomerang tournaments. But, you know, it's been good to bring in the sponsorship dollars. So, it's a, like, to be honest. <laughs> you can't complain. Amongst the community at yeah. home, it's real. It's like it's mixed. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things you're like, well, we get great exposure because of it. But yeah. really, there's no... It's been a long time since there's been like a like a native Australian boomerang throwing champion, and now that's become a bit of a. It's kind of racist, but it does help us. Right, but yeah. it, it keeps the sport alive, and it raises awareness. Yeah, I mean, it raises awareness of boomerangs. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Anyway, it's a, it, look. It's a pointed. It's a. It's a pointed debate. But so I, hopefully I'll be able to make the. Just don't bring it up while you're down there doing shows. Don't wade into the. As an outsider, don't. Oh, I never, I That's never what I would. Say. I kept Don't. very quiet about boomerangs last yeah, time. Yeah, no, I'd, 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 <laughs> I'd advise the same. Yeah. Don't, I, I don't even that. be tricked into it in an interview or something because they'll want to get to it. Yeah. You know what's so yeah. funny is I didn't have any of that experience when I was there. Yeah, well, that, no one that tried was to probably trick the them American. alluring you the first time. You know, you <laughs> so that the next time I just start saying weird, like, weird shit yeah. like, where are the koala bears and right. all that kind of shit? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I feel like an old lady. Okay. Like it's weird to not be able to yeah, move. It is. And I know it, you know this more than me. And it only gets worse from here on in. <laughs> well, I mean. It's all downhill from here. That's what this. Okay. I'm saying all these LA buzzwords, but my massage therapist says, uh-huh. she goes, it's never going to be normal again. You have no. an injury and you'll be limited. And I'm like, no, I refuse to believe that. Right. Until, you know, if I dropped in at whatever age and you go, she never got her mobility back. I go, fine. I, that was true. I cannot start believing that that's true. All right. So you're one of those people. You're like a band that has a comeback and everyone's like, hey, good, congratulations on your comeback. And you're like, I never went away. Yeah. I, I still I still believed I was coming back. As LL Cool J said, don't call it a don't comeback. Back. I've been here I've for been years. I've been here for years. <laughs> yeah. With my wonky shoulder. But I feel Not being like able a, to get things off the shelf. With something like you where you have this like thing from whatever. You're just born broken. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The Will Anderson story. Born broken. <laughs> I injured myself. You can recover from an injury. I don't right. maybe not a head one, but this shoulder is not gonna keep me down. Right. Too young. It's not gonna, I'm not going to start being 40 and being like, man, my shoulder. Right. That's too, I sound so stupid. No. I'm not doing it. I mean, you're a woman who has chumbawamba as your ringtone. You get knocked down and you get up again. Ain't nothing going to keep you down. You can't say something funny when I'm taking a sip of hot coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Chumbawamba is Australian, right? No, no, British. Chumbawamba. Uh, who am I confusing them with? The other band that people used to make fun of, but it turns out they're super political and great and good people and not a joke. Minato? No. Are you sure it's not Chumbawamba? Chumbawamba, are polit- they are exactly that. You're right, but they're oh, just not from they're Australia. They're not Australian? No. Well, why do Australians always yell at me then about Chumbawamba? I swear to God, it was like two years ago on Twitter, I said something about Chumbawamba, yeah. like made a joke about right. them as a band. Yeah. And I, Australia went nuts. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I just assumed they're Australian. No. Oh, okay. Maybe we're just defensive of like, you know, hey, they weren't really one hit wonders. <laughs> they were a very political band. They did a lot of great work. Oh and they just God. happened to have this one song that broke out. Yeah. 
And they never did anything and for it's, it's meant to be satirical. And it was taken by people in the wrong way. It was adopted by the very oh, people they were satirizing in that, in that song. It can't be Chumbawamba. I know there's an Australian band that people think are... I know it. Not Men at Work. I guess it's Chumbawamba. I, I know there's Mental something. as anything. What's that mean? There, there was an Australian band called Mental as Anything. Oh, I thought you were just looking at me observing as I'm <laughs> sitting here going, I think it was, I don't know, because they can't see, but I'm using my hands. And you just look at me, mental as anything, <laughs> like, like mental as ever. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Hasn't changed a bit since her two-month voyage or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle as anything. <laughs> Um, uh, no, we, uh, we had Mentors Anything. We had uh, Midnight Oil, which was uh, sure, yeah. uh, Peter Garrett, who was later in our, you know, a parliamentarian in a parliament. Did not know that. Uh, Men at Work. Men at Work, obviously. And uh, Land Down Under. In Excess. They're Australian? Yeah. ACDC. What? Yeah. You know how some bands you can't tell they have an accent? Like, I don't know. I didn't know Rod Stewart was British until, like, I was a much older. Right. I mean, not that much, but, you know. Here's a surprising one for you what? then. The Bee Gees. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. They're as American as anything. No, they're Australian. No, they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Adelaide. I know Andy Ad- Gibb is the brother of them yeah, who's Adelaide. not in the Bee Gees. They're, they're Adla- not from Adelaide. They're Adelaide boys. <laughs> they're from Adelaide. <laughs> you guys just start taking credit for things. Um, no one will know Russell this. Crowe's from New Zealand, <laughs> but no, we take not. him. Oh, yeah. you do? He is from New Zealand? He's from New Zealand, but he's lived in Australia for 20 years, and he's had his most of his career in, in Australia. If I'm, since I'm going to be in Australia for possibly six weeks, will I be able to say I'm Australian? It depends if your career gets bigger in Australia than it is here in America. So there's a possibility. I think there's 100 people in Australia that like me, okay. and so I would say it is bigger in Australia <laughs> than America. <laughs> well, they just haven't got to know you yet. You'll get those numbers down. I... Uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was like, is this going to be... No- nope. Fuck, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, are you doing, you're doing a bit of roadshow possibly, right? I think possibly. so. You don't quite know yet. I mean, I know it's Have been... Have they... To- they've asked you or... They've asked me and I've said yes. Okay. <laughs> so I guess... Right, so it probably is, but, but I just... There's, there's some other things. There's some other things yeah. that might keep me from going. That's okay. So I'm you- pregnant. Oh, shit. I wasn't going to say... <laughs> and uh, they really want me back for that third trimester at the beginning. Oh, so, no, yeah. you should have the baby in uh, Australia <laughs> if you're going to have one. Oh, that's true, because then Much I could have dual citizenship, yeah, right? Exactly. Or do I not get it if I have a baby there? Oh, that doesn't mean would, I'm a right? citizen. No, but you, if your baby is, it would be easier for you is. to... Yeah, it would be heaps easier for you to get a dual citizenship. And to just leave it there. Or just leave it there. <laughs> Can you imagine a baby on a 17-hour flight? It's like, you know what? <laughs> You guys can have the baby. <laughs> I just don't want to bother everyone on the It's a replacement for the one the dingo took. <laughs> you guys have this one. Guys, you understand. I'm not a bad mom. Right. I just don't want to bring this kid on a 17-hour flight. It's going to bother yeah, everybody. Yeah, other people. I'm considerate. I, I leave I'm it empathetic. Here. You got a baby basket or something <laughs> that I can dispose of this? Like they have the pot at the Denver airport? I no, mean, no. I might. I might. I said yes, and I hope no one from the festival is listening, but uh-huh. there might be a chance I have to lop off the end of the tour. For, yeah, sure. For some... Something more important. Something more important. <laughs> in, something in America. Yeah, something in America. So. Yeah. Real show business. Real show business. Yes. <laughs> Not this down under satellite Not this, tour. like, getting paid to watch TV right. with my goggles on or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. Boomerang throwing with goggles on in Australia. Although the state of TV in America, I'd probably get paid more to just do that tour than... Whatever this thing is, I might be doing. Uh, are you watching anything on television at the moment? Are you a consumer of television? <gasps> oh, okay. I want to tell you something exciting. First of all, I don't mean to be that asshole, 
but I had not turned on a TV in four months because I was trying to write this fucking book. And then when I went to New York, I did Airbnb and I stayed at somewhere that doesn't have a TV. It had Netflix and like a television monitor, but I was never home or never watching anything. Yeah, if you do Airbnb in Australia, watch yeah. out, it is Airbed and Boomerang. <laughs> that You do not get breakfast, but they will... It was so weird. You don't get breakfast in no. Airbnb. Why do they call it that? Well, because it's like a... Whatever. Yeah. So, <clears throat> anywho. And then I'm not the type of person that watches stuff on planes. I'd rather uh, listen to stuff or write. So, <clears throat> I would say no, but I have two things. I did watch Transparent, all of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Loved. Yeah. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Okay. I, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing oh, that. Oh, you're going to love yeah. it, I think. Because it's just so real. Like I said, it's actors when actors seem so real that i go i can't believe this isn't just cameras on a family it's wonderful okay and i knew the woman jill who wrote it from way back in la we used to do these storytelling shows together Uh and uh she always used to say to people like i know i have a show in me but it was kind of she had a million shows like pilots Uh and things that when she's done movies and but when her dad transitioned she made it into a show so it's really about real but jeffrey tambor is so wonderful it's just so great so, but my favorite show is called Million Dollar Listing New York. Oh. It's, it's your equivalent to your food shows. Okay. So I've watched a little bit of one of them. Okay. I I'm, can only I'm watch not, the New York one. I'm not sure which one it is, but Amy's a really big fan of like the million, one of the Million Dollar Listing Well, ones. you would know if it's New York, wouldn't you? Yeah. I think it is New York. Okay, it must be, be the New York one. Because the Miami one is new. It's not that good. Uh-huh. LA, it's like, the New York one is so good. These three guys, tell me if this right. sounds familiar. Three guys. Yeah. They all seem gay, but they're not. One's gay. His name's Frederick from right. Sweden. Yes. One's this Puerto Rican kid named Luis. Yes. And Ryan, who's kind of like a right. douchebag. Yeah. And one's one's been getting married to a guy he bullies heaps. Is that right? Did he what? Isn't one of them getting married to a guy he's that he bullies heaps? But what is it? What is the last two things? You Bullies. Think? Bullies. He's. Bullies. Yeah. Oh, he's bullying him into wanting a kid. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what it is? I don't Where know. did you get the bullying thing? I think from? I may have seen his spin-off show. Does he have a spin-off show? No. <laughs> About his relationship, or did I just see an episode where they went to somewhere to get married? I I do know. Yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes, you right. saw the episode where they got married, and his husband right. was like, "Can you not work for one minute?" And yeah. threw his phone in the ocean, yeah. which is probably like all made up. But yeah. Okay, so I'm in love with that show because I saw that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good show, and it's like I love New York, and I love seeing the buildings. I love uh-huh. like, like, uh, like, like you watch a street in New York, and then you have no idea the inside is of this right. building is this beautiful thing. So it's one of those shows that. I, I own it all on iTunes. I watch it like appointment television or as soon as I can watch it. Then I own it on iTunes and it's always on, like all I do is pack and unpack. So when I put something on the background for, if I don't feel like listening to podcasts, I put that on so that when I look up, I see New York and I see okay. apartments. I love right. decorating and stuff like that. So the other night, I'm at, and I don't, I, the only two people I'd be starstruck about would be like Madonna and Prince, and I've never met them. Okay. Everyone else, I'm like, they're a person. I've worked with so many celebrities. You know how it is. Sure. And there's people that think I'm a celebrity, which I'm not. So like, I don't really get crazy for a celebrity. I'm at a restaurant the other night, and it was this precarious situation where my friend and I are like trying to get the seat at the bar, and he's like, well, I might do this. And I'm like, well, and I like totally abandoned our thing that we really needed to be focused on. And I'm like, there's Ryan from Million Dollar Listing. And I ran over and I'm like, hi. And like, it wasn't a thing where I wanted to hang with him or right. him to fall in love with me. I just wanted to like say like, I love your show and I love the way you are a real estate agent. Right. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe I was freaking out. Like, there's a real estate agent and I'm in Hollywood. That's like, not a <laughs> sentence that 
anyone should have ever said. I've walked into a restaurant during, you know, the Spider-Man craze when Tobey Maguire was sitting there right. and I didn't give a shit. And I loved that movie. And it's like, I see this guy and I'm like, I'm just, I just want to say, I love the way you do your work, but he's not my favorite one, but I just pretended. Oh yeah, of course. And like I'm goes, not, yeah, well, you would have really been a shitty person if you'd gone, well, to be honest, I like... Uh, well, because I know when people say that to right. me, like, you're funny, but you're I also funny, like, but I really Whitney like, Cummings more yeah. like, you know what, just say I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, just... Or you know what, don't say it. Or don't, but yeah, wave. but yeah. <laughs> so I go up, I go, because I heard you say that on the podcast, you go, don't mention that you don't like my stuff. Right. Like, you, we don't need to know that. Yeah. So I go up to him, I go, uh... I just love the way you work and I love the show and I miss it. I miss New York and you know, he's in LA for something. He goes, April 8th is a new season. I go, he goes, I go, I just want to move back there so bad. And he goes, I'll sell you your place. And then I just had to pretend I was a millionaire. I'm like, totally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, my 10 Do you guys have like half a million oh, dollar no. listings? <laughs> Do you have quarter million listing? Not all cash. Do you have, but I wanted to say like, uh, Hey, like, yeah, and then I go like, oh, I don't know if you could afford me. I didn't say that. But I go, and then, of course, like a jackass, yep. I go, unless I pick Frederick, why would I say that? Why did I, I ended why up doing that. Why would you say that? And he goes, oh, and I go, just fucking with you. But it's one of those things that, yeah. it's not funny to didn't him. Didn't it. Well, it's also like, they probably don't really have a rivalry. Right. He's totally fine. I don't need to act like I'm on the fucking inside. I hate when people do that too. They used to do it with Chelsea lately. Like, they would pick on us in certain ways the way we picked on each other on the show and I'm like you're not in the show yeah so that's and, our joke and I just did that to him and I'm like I just did I go I'm gonna leave you alone I'm yeah. sorry I, okay bye and then I and I sat back down and my friend was like the fuck was that and I, I just then I just kept talking for half an hour about million dollar listing and I'm like I'm so sorry I just love it so much uh did you see the episode that had jewel on it when they were selling jewel's apartment what show are you <laughs> There was one that was, they were selling Jewel's apartment. Are you sure? Yeah. Jewel. I'm sure it was Jewel. But I don't remember a famous person ever. They usually don't have that. No, there was like one and they had to sell Jewel's apartment. No. And she was crazy. Now I'm going to have to, I'm going to Google it. Will you Google it? Because I feel like you might be thinking of Los Angeles or something. But why wouldn't Jewel live in New York? But yeah, Google it because I don't know what. I mean, this is not my area of... I know, it's just, know. it's on the TV, you're walking by and he's watching right. it. But I'm saying, like, she might have been flipping through all the listings. We don't know. Right. We don't know. <laughs> we don't. And it might not be Jewel. I might be being really racist against folk singers or something. <laughs> no, well, she, it's fine. Someone else from Iceland, where is she from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what's going to happen, right. by the way? This is our, um, this is our, the secret of this episode. Just like it happened with uh, Dolph Lundgren and everything we talk about, something's going to happen with Jewel right around when this airs. Okay, here we go. Um, million dollar listing. I've just found a recap. So this is all that just came up when I Googled this, right? Million dollar listing, New York recap, spit or swallow, question mark. What? All right. Uh, blah, blah, it's blah, like blah, a porn blah. version? Let's see if I can find... Uh, something. And you typed in Jewel as well, right? Jewel, yeah. And, uh, oh, here we go. Oh. Right, okay. Um, uh, we meet Jewel. Okay. Uh, who I've never seen before. Uh, and oh, this is just from the blog. I guess she's an actress. No. 
She's not. She was a wait. This person is recapping it, going, "I guess she's an actress yeah. on a computer that he could also just open a right. new window and type Google." Jules' parents bought the apartment nine years ago. She wants to sell it for ten to ten point five million dollars. Lewis tells Jules that the price ain't going to happen because it was with Luis. Luis, yeah, Luis. that's every episode. Right. Not going to happen. Yeah. but he was like, "Jules, Jules had unrealistic expectations <laughs> about what she was going to get for this I apartment." I remember this one. Yeah, see, I see. Look, look at me bringing my. I'm so proud of. I'm so. Uh, it's a good pull. The episode that I saw, Jewel. It must who have used been to live in the back. Because the thing I remember is when Jewel's first album came out, uh-huh. there was all this stuff about how she used to live in the in back of a car, and yeah. like you know, and now she's fucking quibbling over ten million dollars for some, some fucking apartment. I heard that that story might be a tad exaggerated. Yeah. It's either her story or Jim Carrey's living in a car story, but it might be like a. Oh, one night I locked myself out and I lived in a, like I don't know if it's totally I lived in a car. Right. Well, Jewel wants to sell her her mum's place, her parents' place for ten to ten point five million. Uh, What's it really worth? Like Louise seven? tells Jewel the price ain't going to happen. Uh, Jewel says uh, uh, A Rod's apartment isn't nearly as well laid out as this one, so it should go for more than that. Uh, uh, Jewel uh, Jewel calls uh, Louise a pussy. And what? tells him to sell the damn apartment. That maybe they're just writing that. I don't know. Right, like she's there. Yeah, I think maybe embellishing. Yeah, embellishing. And she didn't really say. Uh, Louis suggests seven point two million dollars. Did you see how good my guess was? It's pretty good. So I God, I know real estate now from that show. Uh, yeah. So, but go. I mean, I know all that stuff is the part that's not true. Like, the deal has been done, and I bet they're reenacting things or something. But it doesn't matter. Like right. the reason I like it is just like with the cooking stuff, there is an element of very realness to it. There was an apartment that someone sold. This guy's job really is this. And that's what the inside looks like. And I love to see the way people decorate. And I love the episodes where it's just like a $20 million apartment. And there's this girl with a tiny dog and she's like barely paying attention. She's like, um, this will be good. Yeah, let me call my dad. And she just calls her dad. who's like in Saudi Arabia. He's like, sounds good, honey. And then like, you know, some... Saudi Arabian, like, oil baron, like, buys his daughter a $20 million apartment that she's going to be in, like, for two weeks that, right. that year. But, like, it just has to be nice for when I'm here. It's like, <laughs> I just love that. I like, it, there's so much, like, excess. I quite like, uh, in my area where I live in Sydney, mm-hmm. they, they do a lot of open house, you know, like, inspections. Oh, yeah. And it's all these, like, beautiful, like, you know like down by the harbour, like uh-huh. not not my bit of where it is. But if you walk, you know, down closer to the water, like yeah. the, the houses get more expensive. And there's all these like, you know, yeah, I mean, something sold there for like $50 million, you know, oh, but yeah. there's like big houses. And any time that they're having like an open house, like for one of those, I'm in there pretending that I could afford to buy something. Oh, really? So you, I love you don't to, just I slip love in? To, you can just pretend? I mean, normally you have to sign up to like, you know, the, it seems yeah, the like show that you... It a lot of pressure. No. Like you have to go in and act for like 20 minutes. No, not really. They're not following you around? No, because they're just... I mean, all I want to do is look at the stuff anyway. Right, right. So yeah. it's not like I have to pretend to be doing anything else because all I did, I wanted to do was poke through the shit. In fact, if they think right. you're going to buy it, you have more excuse to poke through as much shit as you want. But that's what I because mean. Because you like, can open cupboards and like stand in things and stuff when you want to buy a place. I would be nervous that someone would keep talking to me about it and like, here's your info. And then, oh, it's just like. Oh, no, I go on the front foot. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm looking for a place, but I don't know if this is it. I'm just like having a look around oh at the moment. Oh, my God, that was stressing what's me in out. The, I'm like seeing what's in this price in the market and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's and, so stressful for yeah. me. I can't do that. I can't. That's my version of million dollar listings. It's so fun. I do I real life million dollar listings. When I went to Sydney, whenever a million years ago, um, we went on this like 
Well, I don't know what it was. Chelsea, Monorail? No, Chelsea rented a yacht. <laughs> and like we just kept going around the harbor. And then we did it the next day because we had so much fun. She's okay. got money to burn. Uh-huh. So we were going around and someone from Australia, like one of the people from E, that works at like Foxcom or whatever that's called. Sure. What's it called? Not that. <laughs> but like that network. Foxtel? Foxtel. Yeah. Not bad. Not horribly off. He was on the boat and he's like, that's Nicole Kidman's place. That's this, like all the fancy houses around the harbor that are like pastel colored, some of them. And oh, just ridiculous. But I wanted to get out and go in, but I would never. But he was like, well, you most- can't just ran- randomly go. <laughs> no, I know. It has like, to be an open house. It has to be an open house. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. Hello? <laughs> Nicole? <laughs> Nicole, I've got some questions about BMX bandits. I'm thinking of buying this house. Yeah. It's not for sale. I know, right. but I was thinking about it. But so I'm don't just worry. thinking about it. I'll offer you double what it's worth if I like it. Oh, are those the only towels you have? Sorry, sales off. Sales <laughs> off. But you could buy new towels. Ta- nope. <laughs> but part of it was the towels. The towels had to match. Got no time for towels. I just feel like I wish I had three lifetimes because I want to work in fashion and in interior design and, and all this stuff. I want to be like an intern somewhere. I, he, is that crazy? This is a business model that I've come up with a few mm. times now, but it's a basically, and it's an alternative life simulator. So you basically go to a place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, right. right. Yeah. Because because you do want to go and like see what it'd be like if like, yeah. like I've always wanted to own a bookshop. Would have been a terrible idea. Bookshops are going out of st- style. And but it's you'd like be a, so good at it. You just sit there and have books and That's read. what I was thinking. That'd be fun. Just <laughs> yeah. read. Totally. Have a bookshop. Recommend something once in a while to maybe, someone. Maybe. Or maybe not. Oh. Maybe be grumpy. Think? Maybe have an attitude, you know? Mean guy at the bookstore. I don't know. Like yeah. in, in Black Books, that Dylan Moran series. I could be like that. Or I could be quirky. Oh, no, or I could open it at weird hours. Or I could be writing my own book and ignore people. I could be like the book <laughs> Nazi. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it could be, no book for you. Just have ridiculous rules. <laughs> it's open rules. only midnight to 6 a.m. for right. like insomniacs, but you have to read it there. So. Right. Yeah. And the books here. You're not allowed to take the books off the premises. <laughs> A library, but not. Yeah, a library, but you know, they take things like, away. That guy's got enough money that he doesn't have to sell the books. Right. These are just his books. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's almost like God, a, that'd be cool. it's like a book museum. Mm-hmm. Like where you just go and experience the books and you can read the books and enjoy the books and participate in the books. And there's but, book clubs and stuff maybe right. going on. God, I mean, you know, they don't let you take the fucking uh, yeah, rides home from Universal Studios. No, you go and experience You go and, and you go experience home. them there and you go home. What would it be called? You know what it would be called? Go on. You'd only play Phil Collins music quietly in the background. It's uh-huh. called No Jacket Required because oh. books have jackets. <laughs> but it's well, also a way to say this well, is a casual place. Yeah, okay. Well, right. here's the thing. We'll work on the note. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I just wanted to get that up. There's no, there's no bad ideas. Thank you. We'll put that one on the whiteboard. <laughs> and if no one else comes up with a better name for God, the bookshop. God, there's going to be a good name. Yeah. Coffee shop slash bookstore, paper bucks instead of paperbacks. Oh nope, yeah, okay. Not, that's, not, not no, good. Not good. It's not a coffee shop. I want to. But here's the thing. I also want to just like the. I, I need in the name for people to know they can't take the books home with them. Hard covers don't take the books home. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to spell it out. All right. Okay. Well, look. I think we can find a compromise between your initial. Okay. Go on again. Yep. You don't have to read it. Wait. Oh no. I was uh-huh. gonna say you don't have to. You know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. But I was gonna say you don't have to read at home, but you can't read here. But that doesn't make sense. No. You can read here. That's the whole point of the business is you can only read them here. Okay, so that okay, never mind. Anyway, so yeah. alternate be, life. Yeah. You, you can look, but you can't look book. Look book. Mm, no, no, 
too close to Facebook too. We could and too, yeah, it sounds like too much. Looking. Okay, Stevie Wonder is an album called Talking Book. Uh-huh. This could be called L- Looking Reading Books. books? <laughs> How about Don't Leave? <laughs> How about... Wait, leaves. Isn't that a thing, the leaves of a book? No. Pages? Leaf through a book. You can leaf through a leaf book. Leaf through yeah, leaf. and leaf it here. Not bad. We're getting close. <laughs> leaf through, leave here. Uh. Stay here, leaf through. We don't <laughs> Okay. Someone out there is going to have a great name. If we find out that Jewel has a library that she runs, uh, I feel like something like that's going to happen. With this I episode. bet she doesn't know because she didn't feel. <laughs> I bet she. Doesn't I bet she doesn't. Know. I bet Jewel does not have what a, a library. What a great um, scene partner you would be in improv. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she does any other ideas. Right? No. Well, yeah, because you know what? Improv, <laughs> like like life, isn't just about saying yes and people. It'll get you in some terrible situations. That's true. You know what I mean? Do you want some crack? Yes, I don't want to and, look like a bad improviser. Yes, and some coke. <laughs> oh, right. Now I'm a coke addict and a crack addict. Yes, I and I don't want to pay you if you could break my knees. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, no, no. So yeah, now, would you like this drink? Uh, <laughs> yes, and another one. Thank you. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I know I'm going to get a, This is terrible. Now, sorry, I interrupted. Your alternative. No. Would you like a deposit? Anyway. Yes, and the rest of your money. What? Sorry, I've just, I'm doing improv classes. I'm just taking it to the next level. I'm really just improv. I'm so sorry. I've got this disease. Like, I'm like 100% improv. I can only yes and things. It's so terrible. It's literally like improv yeah. everywhere, but it means. I, I got jury duty the other day. It was like people were getting, I was adding charges. Like an old lady was jaywalking. She's actually in prison for murder just because I'm so, I can't stop improvising. <laughs> We should charge you with jaywalking. Yes, and murder. Oh, no. Now she's in prison. Because I don't make good improv choices. I just say yes, and. That would have been a better movie, The Judge. A judge who can't, who's taking an improv class. <laughs> and is way too influenced by it. So he cannot even rule over the court without adding charges. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Get Duval on the phone. Get Duval. Uh, he's available. <laughs> he got an Oscar nomination for that film. That is one of those ones. But he was good. Ish. Good performance, bad Enough. film. Enough. He shit his pants in it, pretend. Well, okay. If he'd really shit his pants in it? I would have thrown up. Also, I didn't like that scene. Yeah. It was like vomiting and turning away. But I feel like he was good. He was good. Also, he has a 20-year-old girlfriend. He's another one in that club. She's, yeah, okay, so does he young. also need an Oscar then? No. No. He doesn't get one. If yeah. I was voting, that's how I'd vote. How right. old's their spouse? Okay, that's fine. You should take, yeah. No one would get an take Oscar. Take other things into account. <laughs> that's, you know that's How long has he been with his wife? 30 years? Okay, we're factoring that in. Because he is a good-looking cat and he could have banged heaps of people. Oh, I don't care about that so much. I'm only obsessed with age and appropriate. Oh. I don't mind cheating okay. or their bachelors. Interesting. No you just have one... Just my one thing is age inappropriate. No. Well, I just always think with that, I just don't understand what you're talking about. Me? No, as in like what the the, the people in the relationship oh, I are you talking what, like about. What you talking about, Willis? I no, think what it's are fine. you? No, the, what like what do you talk know. about? 
Like sometimes and I have a conversation with someone I think's the same age as me, and then you make some, and then they're like, "What's Family Ties?" And yet, like, you I make know. some joke about Skippy. I said somebody come, <laughs> somebody come over the other day, uh-huh. and I was like, "Guys, oh, he's popping over all the time, like Skippy," and people look at me like the bush kangaroo. Because in Australia, there was this thing called Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. It was like a popular, like Flipper, but a kangaroo. Oh, okay. Right. So I, I like, could see like maybe because of the Australian-American difference, but but you're saying no, any, everyone your age would know Skippy. Skippy right? from like family Yeah, ties. I don't know what ran there, what didn't. Hey, look, I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know either. Like, and it's so funny too, because I'm thinking like Johnny Depp just got married to a 25-year-old and he's 50. Amber Heard. <clears throat> yeah. But 50, like, okay. 50 hot movie star or rock star is like a little younger than 50. Right. But, oh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But he's a heavy drinker, so like he might physically have some 50-year-old issues. Like yeah. he might be a pain in the ass in 10 years. Right, or he might have a 35. pain in the ass right yeah. now. And now. Like, I mean, like literally I have to go to the bathroom like really regularly. Yeah, he's like a prostate or like whatever butthole issues. And he's yeah. 50 and she's... Because his diet hasn't been great over the years, I imagine, right? he's a smoker, so he's probably in the middle of the night. And all that Huntress Thompson, I mean, you know he's done a whole bunch of drugs and whatever, right? So if she's 35 and he's 60, he's going to be a hard 60. Like right right now is his last good years. Exactly. But don't marry that guy. No. But I feel like for me- I mean, he's sexy being a pirate on a boat, but when he's trying to pass like a kidney stone, like- constipated at 3 a.m. Yeah. And you're like, God, God. the mansion isn't big enough. I can still hear him. Really? He's got his own (laughs) island, but half of it's Metamucil. I mean, (laughs) am I really? Like, it would be appropriate for me. And like, in a weird way, I would be prejudiced against 50. That's too old for me at 40. But part of me would be like, well, I could maybe do it because there'd be less insecurity when I'm 50 and they're 60. Right. Like, as I start to fall apart. You know, if he has any complaints, well, I'll be like, would, excuse me, you're 60. But also, technically, we do, like pretty much every relationship that, and a lot of them are. This like it's always, you know, traditionally been that men are older in relationships, not exclusively right. or anything. But, but no, but most. But even like you know, if it's yeah. even a year or two or a couple of years or like you know whatever, mm-hmm. and it's nothing to think that you know, like five or seven years is like no one even like blinks an eyelid at you know at no. a certain age, right? Certain but, age, yeah. But yeah, well, not obviously when you're 17 and they're 12. There's no, but I mean, like, even like 38 and 31, like, especially if it's a man who's younger, it's like a lot of times. Oh, right. But but this is my whole point is like, you know, but if it's a 38 year old guy with a 31 year old woman, even though that's like seven years, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's kind of age appropriate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's all the wrong way because women live longer than men. Right. Like, so at the very least, it should always be like, that's what I think because I have a whole thing I'm act about when women want to get married because they don't want to die alone. Right. I'm like, but you're gonna die alone. You're going to, you dumb fuck. The right. Men will die first. The only people are is safe in this world are lesbians, right? And uh, gay men, and uh, women who have younger husbands, right? Like you gotta go younger by 10, 15 if you're looking to grow old with someone, right? If if that's what you're looking, if that's for. your goal. Yeah, if you need someone to be around then, or yeah. just wait until then and pick up one of the available ones. I used to always say we got to reverse Golden Girls. Be single and live with your friends right. in your forties, and then when you're seventy, see who's see around who's left, and go. Let's commit now, right? And like live together. Yeah. See who's got some good genes. Yeah. See who's still going strong <laughs> at seventy five, because that's what you're looking for. You just, you're looking for someone. Oh well. Yeah. You, what you need is someone who's appropriate to how you're feeling at that point in your life. Right? Right. So if you're at a point where you just want to go on a cruise and hold hands gently while you read a book and fall asleep for a while, because that's where you're at, then you need someone who's doing that, right? Yeah. But if you're like active and want to do something, you need someone who's like, you know, up and about. I feel like about. I'll have both kinds of days. This sounds like a weird like calcium right, well then you need someone like that. <laughs> or two guys. 
whatever. One like for in each this, mood. Yeah. I mean, in this Golden Girls world of like yeah. the second, you know, we should all just shake it out around a certain age. When I need like the lazy, so well, I yeah, because I I had a friend who was like, uh, who's like ten years older than me, and I'm like, there's such a difference in us. Like I'm just beginning, and I'm very active, and he's like tired all the time and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, like I can't, I couldn't date someone his age. It's like too, too tired. So I think like, how is this? I just worry about Amber Heard. I know, listen, I don't know their life. Maybe they're fine. But I just feel like, uh, I don't know, something's off there. I, I feel like she'll be fine. But they'll be divorced in two years. She'll be fine. Yeah, whatever. I mean, like, you she'll know. She'll be pregnant in a year. She'll have, she'll have a baby. That's what it is. He wants another kid. There you go. Worked it out. Anyway, so <clears throat> rewinding alternative life <laughs> machine. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is like, it's one of those things where you can yeah. go and go, well, what would my life be like if I worked in a bookshop or if I decided to, you know, pursue my interest in like, you know, oh, fashion right. or yeah. whatever. And you can go and sort of experience that, like a, a kind of a virtual reality. So I don't have to wear like a heavy suit or anything. I mean, I, I haven't nailed the technology. Okay, because I've I just like, come up with the idea at this point. Okay, because I, when you said machine, I immediately thought of it as suit, like an Iron Man suit. So while I'm doing fashion as an intern, I have to wear this crazy suit, or else the reality goes away, and I feel like it'd be uncomfortable to wear the suit. No, no, no. But you didn't. Say well, that. I mean, I don't know if yeah. that's how the technology will come about. But I don't I, think it would. That would not be my preference. I, I would. No, I, I see I, more of a beaming. Yeah, I, like yeah, I imagine beam. a beaming. And then I but I also imagine it's more that you, you're not even like, it's almost like the way I imagine it is like a virtual reality or a, like a, uh, whatever experience. So you just go in and you lie down, like you were going for like a, a massage or to go to like, blah, blah, blah. And you put on your, you know, your little helmet oh, yeah. and yeah, then you get to go and like experience that world and that life. But it really like oh, the yeah. session only lasts like an hour or whatever, Oh, I but understand. like but you get to go and spend I mean, I'm not sure what time it is. And obviously we want you to come back for heaps of sessions. So, but you could come back and do different lives or you could go back and spend more time in that, you know, particular. Right, and finish up where I left off. You know, like finish, if I had a yeah, lot of like, work like a do. game. Yeah. Oh, like God, if you were I like. I this idea. Yeah, right. I would be in there all the time. Like yeah. I would completely disappear. That's a good business, like, right? Like a junkie. I would just be like, where is Jen? She's losing time. Right. That she just keeps laying. Well, then, but then you, that, there's the moral conundrum of which, which world's the real world. And maybe you want to spend more time, the minute you spend more time in the virtual reality world than you do in yeah. the, you know. In I'm the already new there world. in my mind. Right. But that life might not be better. That life of might be it's worse. Better. Why is it better? Because it's not real. <laughs> right of course my is that is that at the heart of all like human religion and like need to belong is that idea of going the reason that we like like the comfort of this other stuff is oh because because we secretly know because that's not real yeah it sounds course. heaps more fun of course than this thing that's real that we all realize is like Difficult, difficult, and, like, and no one really knows what it's about. Your arm and sometimes, you know, sometimes you just get old <laughs> and your arm hurts, and you're like, "Well, I didn't sign up for any of my this arm shit." Is perfect in this, in when this I was fashion born, world. Like I remember a time in my life when I could throw things without even thinking about it. Oh God, yeah, I think because it's not real, it's better. So right. I don't have to like. I can. I'm in 
Not that I would want that. I, but, that wait, but when you're in the world, maybe you don't know that it's it's not real, though. I think that's, that's the problem. Right. Is you're in it and it seems real to yeah, you. So you still are at risk of having your feelings hurt right. or have a bad day. Yeah. So that's what sucks. Because you've got to fully be able to experience what it would be like to be that person. Yeah, and if so you you're just, have to be yeah. 100% human. Right. Ugh. What a, that's terrible. Why is that terrible? Well, now I'm thinking there's not even an alternate world where you're not real. Like... You're right. There's never, it's always, you're always going to have to be there 100%. Right. Unless you're like smoking opiates or something. Okay. So <laughs> we'll get to that. No. <laughs> Imagine if that's a, like, and now we bring out the opiates. Glad you brought it up. Uh, unfortunately, you're doing that uh, uh, improv course, so you can't say no. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have opiate, opiates, yes, and mushrooms. You just said opiates. What if opiates, Oprah started opiates. her own line of opiates? Like you can get the Oprah chai latte at yes. uh, Starbucks. Yeah, opium dance. That went really well. You can get the opiate. <laughs> you on the opiates? It's like, it's amazing. I've been doing nothing but drugs, but I'm still <laughs> having trouble balancing my weight. Oh, damn. You right. did not. I mean, I said having trouble balancing. I felt okay, like no. that was like. That a, was very, like, you know, it was gentle waves right. calling Oprah fat. No, it wasn't. Oh, it my was God, just, I can't believe you just said that. That wasn't what that I was saying. That can get you deported. That actually was not what I was <laughs> I saying. Know. I was just saying. It would be hilarious. Will Anderson thinks Oprah's fat is the name of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Fat shaming with Will Anderson. Hashtag Oprah. No, people can be... Anyway, whatever. (laughs) This is This is a difficult area, though. (laughs) I'm completely fucking with you. Just to make you feel uncomfortable. All right. Um, I'm going to have a pause. Okay, so we had a break, but then we uh, we had a meeting. We had had a meeting. I count that as a meeting. Uh, basically I made a couple of cups of tea and, uh, we decided, cause well, well, basically this week I'm trying to do, um, get all the guests who are going to be on Monday night oh my God. on the live show. Taking it back to the beginning. Right. That's where we started. Love it. Right. So we started again. It's like Groundhog Day. Imagine <laughs> if we just had the exact same conversation oh, so I saw for another the judge. hour. Sorry to interrupt. Then we can get back to the intro. Oh yeah. What Have did you, you think? Judge? What did you think about that ending? Did you think that he stayed in the, well, that I was going to ask you. For me, that's the one thing that stayed with me. From that movie was that at the end of like that ambiguity, I guess. It was almost like ambiguity. uh, So for me, it was like someone had just filmed a feeling. (laughs) That I am so the opposite. I want filmed facts. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm I'm, I'm totally into film. Uh, My uh, favorite director is Fiolini. I watch all his films. Good. Well, I like that's how he what he calls them films. I like what F A E L M S. I like Woody Fact, Lynn. That's not good at all. (laughs) Find a filmmaker whose name sounds like Fact, and that's who I like. Oh, okay, right. That's a homework assignment for a listener. (laughs) Not not you have to do that. Anyway, yeah. So this week you're trying to. Okay, so I'm trying to get all the guests on. So uh, we'll get all the people on, and then on Monday night we're doing the uh, the 200th episode. It is free. It is at the Nerd Melt uh, Theatre. Uh, which is on Sunset, out the back of the comic book shop there. It's a really fun place to come and see a show. Yeah. Uh, it's free. I've bought Australian chocolates to share with people. People are flying in from Australia for this gig. If At you live in LA person. and you can't put your plaid shirt on and right. mosey on down a little bit further past the taco truck, then you're a jerk. Jen Kirkman's on. Uh, Gareth Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Anthony, Matt Kirshen, and Daniel Sloss. I mean, to see all of us live It's together, an international show, that's too. That's amazing. Sloss has come from Scotland. I've come from Australia. I mean, I come from Eng- Massachusetts. Matt's from England. D- Dave was forged in fire. <laughs> Dave's from, we don't know. I'm from the thir- one of the 13 original colonies. It's going to be a big, a big thing. 
It's going to be an absolutely massive I'll night. wear makeup. I'll have like a really nice hair and a nice coat on. Book. Uh, I'm asking people to book. And that's just basically so I know how many people are coming so that I can get beer and stuff. Oh, so they, they leave a, their right. name in, at the so reservation? So there's a link. There's a, there's a link that was on our Facebook page, but uh-huh. it's all, that, that's going to be really hot. You're going to want to blow on that. I'm just going to, yeah. Uh, Jen's just going to get I'm drinking third degree <laughs> burns to her mouth while I give the plugs out. Oh, no, that's good. Okay, good. All right, so um, Jen just boasting about how much heat she can take. <laughs> Uh, just listen, like, I don't really nah, it might any... be hot for Australia, but to I'm be from honest, Boston. I could... we fucking drink hot right. drinks here. You right. Know? <laughs> I thought this was iced tea for a second. Are you fucking kidding me? It's not hot. Were you happy about the, the football result being from oh, Boston? Oh, I don't care about okay. football. No. You don't have any, just, there's no sort of like home pride that just wells uh, up. With, um, you know, with, with the Red Sox, with baseball, I do. I think football is a, uh, I'm disgusted by the sport itself. Uh, having grown up a goth teen in the, in the drama club, uh-huh. you know, my feelings about football players, maybe if you've watched a John Hughes movie or two, right. but my friend is engaged to someone from the Seahawks, the punter, John Ryan, who is one of the most lovely humans I've ever met. Right. And he literally made like my best friend's life 10 times better. And he's a wonderful person. Who's not anything like your stereotypical football player. So I was kind of rooting for them to win. Cause I wanted to see, well, I wasn't watching the game, but I knew there'd be a video of it later of my friend getting to run into the field and hug her fiance. I quite like so, the, um, I don't I, like Tom Brady and Giselle. I quite like the idea of, uh, the, the punter because yeah. to me, it feels like that you're like, it's a part-time job yep. in like a full-time job. Do you know what I mean? That's like, exactly I think, what it is. Like, I mean, uh, as in like, here's the, I imagine, be a full-time athlete. Yeah. But his part of the game is actually a really, really small part of the game. Yeah. And that's all your job is. And unless Like, it's not like hit- on another day they're going to go, oh, by the way, uh, we need you to go out and tackle guys all day today. Yeah, there's not, you can't switch him up for anything right. else. And he has this beautiful, I mean, he kicks like, I mean, it's probably not like any man's fantasy that I'm saying this, but he kicks like a rocket. Like, he can kick all the way up to his face. Like, right. he's so flexible and cra- it's crazy. Right. And he's like, And he's- most of the time, he doesn't have to use that for kicking. No. <laughs> most of the time, he can just use that like in his life. No wonder he's made your friend so happy. Yeah. <laughs> But he's like, he's like saying like, it doesn't come with the same ego because usually the fans are like, oh right. no, the punter is here. It means something's gone wrong. And uh, it's just, it's a different kind of, there's no ego trip like a quarterback, right. not the star. So he's kind of this relatively well, punters, person. Well, the punter's got a little bit of the, um, like the wolf in uh, Pulp Fiction or that was it Reservoir Dogs. I oh, know Pulp Fiction, right? I don't know. Uh, anyway. I didn't really see it. Okay, well, I, you'll know the the thing I mean, which is like a cleaner. Like every, like, uh, you yes. know, in The Sopranos or whatever, yeah. there's always like a crew yeah. that comes in and like their job is to like, okay, we've killed some people in this house. You know, we know how to dispose of bodies yeah. and clean up the place and make sure no one knows. That's a bit what the punter's like. Yeah, and he's You're not You're an important anyone. part of the organization oh, yeah. and you need that guy to be the best guy. Yeah. Because when you need him, you're really going to fucking need and him. And so you have earned every... Right. But you're just not Super needed Bowl all the time. You've earned, yeah. but yeah, he's just yeah. You don't and have I just, to go out and kill people. You just have to clean up for it. And I'm just kind of against Tom Brady's like two All American. Pro- I don't know. I just don't like the football fans in Boston. So no, but don't right. get mad at me, everybody. Still come to the show, even if you're against what I say politically about fo- football. Right. I mean, like, come on, guys. We've all got different opinions about things. <laughs> what if that sinks the show? <laughs> Imagine they just have a like. A, there's a petition. Somebody starts like an online petition because they're so offended. What I was saying to Will off air was there is a guy flying in from Perth. Part of me wants him to be the only one in the audience. Right. Or I want it to sell out. There can be no in between. Right. So I'd prefer the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's free. Yeah. And even uh, – I feel like it would be great 
And I appreciate that that guy has flown in from Perth. Yeah. But And I feel like that would be great. But at the same time, I feel like he would start to doubt his investment. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he was the only person We'd probably there. all just go out to dinner with him and be like, Right. He'd be like, but we- I actually flew – all the way from fucking Perth. No, we'd have to do the show because this poor fucker. Oh. Plus, I've hired the venue. Well, I also think there's no way it's not going to sell out. Your shows at Podfest did, didn't they? Yeah, but people are already there. You know what I mean? Like people are already at Podfest. How can they not come to this? This is so it's stupid. It's free and there's heaps of good people. I up. think the thing is and this I'm link supplying is fucking candy. people up. I think it's the link is well. The link's only to, for if you want a guaranteed a spot in there. I like, like obviously on the night, people up. can just come. I feel like people are just lazy because it's free and it's already sold out. But they're they're gonna so they better yeah. link it. Okay, well just link it, guys. Just link it. That's all I ask. Uh, yeah, people can come and see you do stand up comedy in LA uh, on Saturday night. I know that. Uh, can people yeah, get tickets to that? The improv. Yeah. And Dave Anthony's on that too. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Um, That's a good show. What is it? Jen Kirkman and Friends? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 15 bucks. Who else? 8 p.m. My Who friend else? Sharon Houston, Aparna Nancherla, James oh, yeah. Adomian. It's like a good mix of people. That is a good mix. Um, I'm All hosting and quote headlining, but it just means I'll go last. Okay. Uh, yep. So, um, bah, bah, bah. yeah, they can get that. At, they can go to theimprov.com. They can go to my website. JenKirkman.com, it's all there. Right. And that's the best way if you're thinking, hey, is Jen Kirkman coming to where I am? Just go to your website, right? And oh, that's where the sake, dates please. are. Yeah, yeah, that's where the dates are. Yeah. And we're adding more. I'm adding like two more tours this year. I just don't know exactly right. when. So everybody calm down. But yeah, but in general, you can <laughs> assume that if like people are always like, hey, tell, have you got shows coming up in Perth? I said, I guarantee that when I've got shows on somewhere... I'll be telling you all about it. There's no situation where I would not tell someone. But sometimes people want to know, well, are you planning? And I'm like, I'm not going to get into that level of... There's cities I already know I'm plotting for this tour I'm doing in the fall. I'm not going to share that with you. I'm not selling well enough that you need to get in now either. Oh, I know. It'll be fine. When they go on sale, they'll still be... It's not like Pearl Jam tickets. No, everybody... They're not going to be done in six minutes. No. Everything's fine. It's not like Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock might go on tour and we're all thinking about it. Like, no one needs to know what I might do. Right. For Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, okay, so they can check all that stuff there. You've got your own podcast, of course, uh, that they should listen to. I seem fun. Oh, yeah. Thank you for plugging that. Uh, and anything else? Is there anything else that people... I'm coming oh, to you Australia. Go to Australia. Of course, we need to talk about that. So Tickets are on sale now. I'm doing my show. I can barely... I mean, I, I'm going to die alone and I feel fine. Nod to the R.E.M. song. Not, uh-huh. not about being single. It's about dying. Um, and not just death, but lots of other things. And so that's on sale now at my website, jankirkman.com. So that's Melbourne uh, for whatever, three weeks. And then one night at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Great. Doing that at the Comedy Store. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. And then maybe a tour. Again, you'll find out as I know more. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, my free will show, uh, which I... Uh, we'll work out what is about uh, hopefully before the 16th of February where Dave Anthony and I are doing uh, runs of our Melbourne shows at uh, the Steve Allen Theatre Monday oh, February 16th so Dave's running Hothead which he ran uh, last year as well uh-huh. so it's like he's just you know the new jokes and, and what you know giving it another run I will be running the first version of whatever the show's going to be and then of course uh, it has the debut in Adelaide March 2 first week's preview show so it's obviously cheaper the first week and it's cheaper for a reason uh, but, <laughs> but you know come help me decide which of the bits that'll be in the show for the rest of the tour so uh, and then of course Brisbane and uh, Melbourne after that uh, I am doing matinees uh, in Melbourne this year on the Saturday uh, I have an audience now when you do comedy for 20 years mm-hmm. Jen uh, turns out that some of your audience doesn't like to come and see a nine o'clock show anymore. They're a bit. They're like, oh, could you have? I'm on could year, you have an earlier show? I'm about to hit year eighteen in July, and I hope 
that that happens for me. There's definitely a All contingent. All I want is an afternoon show. And also, um, uh, there's certainly a contingent of country people who always say to me that they prefer an afternoon show so they can come maybe down on the train or whatever. And so, get the farmers in before they have to go to bed. Exactly. So, Saturday. Saturdays during the comedy festival, I will be doing a matinee no of my show shows? as well. No, I, I'm also oh, doing... Oh, oh, oh. I thought, you were, I thought you were doing all matinees every day. I was like, wait, no. what, how about people who work? No, no. Just Saturday. We're like a one... bad QVC ad. No, wait a minute, Will. Right. Now, hang so on. So, the nights So, and... you're saying that you're not... <laughs> doing any nighttime gigs no i'm not saying that jen the rest of okay, my gigs good. will be at nighttime okay good. i've just added so every night and then a saturday matinee as a saturday well. matinee beautiful double show on saturday so what time is your show at night uh nine o'clock or whatever oh, my, it's at my usual okay. out my usual adult time i would kill myself right now if it was the same time as mine and i would just cancel my trip oh well let's hope that doesn't happen <laughs> no mine's at seven okay everything's gonna be fine <laughs> Crisis averted, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, after that, I'm uh, anyway. What well, after that? I've got other things, but it's, that's ages away. So let's just yeah, guys, stay in the concentrate now. on the now and yeah. on Monday night and on you know Jen and I coming to Australia and all those things. Well, concentrate on all those things we said. Yeah, we're going to stop this now and then we're going to do an episode of Philosophy, which was my other podcast, so you can uh, hear more about Jen there. <laughs>